Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Play in every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling sport, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. It's not a rumor. I'm back. And in my first Netflix show, Fubar, ready to get pumped up to crush every episode, to see things explode before you, and to burst out laughing with your women. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but you're only going to get all of the high octane action that I have to offer. Bullet trains, helicopter chases, pure unfiltered action. So put that cookie down, get to the chopper, and watch Fubar, May 25th, only on Netflix. Are you shopping for a new watch, an engagement ring, or any kind of jewelry at all? Then come shop where the Grizzlies and former University of Memphis Tiger great shop, Platinum Jewelers here in Memphis. Platinum Jewelers has a big selection of earrings, stackable rings, luxury watches, necklaces, bracelets, really whatever you need. We do custom jewelry and are located at 9387 Poplar Avenue next to Fresh Market in Germantown. So if you need anything jewelry related, Come see Platinum Jewelers. Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Turn your home into restricted airspace. Tell incoming flights you want them diverted. The new Raid Essentials Light Trap plugs into the wall and uses light to attract, then trap flying insects like fruit flies and mosquitoes. Its 24-7 continuous attraction provides insecticide-free protection that's people and pet friendly. Consider air service interrupted. New Raid Essentials Light Trap. Insecticide-free protection. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN.
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright929 ESPN. Sitting in the main studios, the Commercial Appeals lead sports columnist. The lead sports columnist, the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. A top three sports columnist in the state of Tennessee, barely. Tied for eighth best sports columnist in the United States of America. He's on Twitter at MGNato. Mark, good day, sir. Man, it was a big weekend for our show, Jeffrey. I don't know if you realize this. I only knew it. I only knew it because I think Brad Carson tweeted it or put it on Facebook or something like that. It was the fourth anniversary of this show. Had no clue. Passed by. Um, you, it's hard to believe it was four years. It, it's funny. It felt like the first three years went faster than the past year for some reason. I thought we were at five. Mm. But indeed, we're so at four. So the first year flew by. And then everything, like like we've talked about, time just stands still post-pandemic. I used to be very good at identifying what year something happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always very good at that. Post-pandemic, I don't know if it's also, it coincides with me obviously getting older mm-hmm. and whatnot, but I have been, I have no idea. I, I, I used to be extremely good at that. I'm no longer in that category. Yeah. Well, it was the fourth anniversary of the show, and then also the 14th anniversary of 92.9 switching to uh, ESPN All Sports format. I did so not realize that well point. either until you had, you'd pointed that yeah, out. Yeah, so it was a big anniversary. And then, to top it all off, mm-hmm. you won Barbecue Fest this weekend. Yes, make sure we just put it out there. I did. <laughs> you did all the work, yeah, right? That's you cooked it. the yeah, food. There's no question. That was your sauce. Yes. Right? Uh, uh, listen, without me, the the whole team just falls apart. There's no question on that. So I have two questions. Mm-hmm. First of all, what was? How would you describe your role? Uh, let's pretend. Let's pretend this is this is post game. You just won it. You know, you won the NBA Finals. Won the. This is the. This is probably at this point in your life as close as you're going to get to winning the World Series or winning, you know, the NBA Finals or winning something like of that nature, the Super Bowl, something of that nature, right? I mean, like I. Maybe you win like maybe maybe you win a club tournament or something like that. You know, playing golf, perhaps. Mm. Like it's maybe you know a you know a member guest. I mean, I think honestly, the like only that. the only other thing that would be a, at if, some point if in your the life, Grizzlies won an NBA title, how do fans feel? Yeah, but but it, even that would be different. You wouldn't have had a direct role in. You know, like you didn't, you didn't, you didn't play the game. You were part of I this team. You're not. I a did mem- not play the game either. Here, like I want to be perfect. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, what was your role in the title? I paid my dues and I made sure the TVs worked. <laughs> like we, we, we oh, that's that's cool. Were the, were the cooks watching the TV? Was no. that keeping them focused? That's why we're world oh. champions. Uh. <laughs> you kept the TVs kept everyone else away from them. Correct, so and that they wouldn't bother them. Correct. And While they were cooking, it allowed every like, like I don't know if you saw Alex Boggs, who's fearless leader, the captain, if you will. There's usually two types of barbecue fest, teams. and you won, you won, you won the whole. You didn't pork win the whole shoulder. thing. No, we pork were not. Shoulder. We were, we were in the finals of mm-hmm. grand champion, but it, I, we I, were not. We were not the grand champion. I can't tell you how much for whatever reason I was on local 24 yesterday. And I guess one of the they were like listening. It was sat, no, it was Saturday. I'll tell you exactly what it was because we did the same thing in my house. It was Saturday night, and there was a quick flip from the end of the Western Conference yes. Finals game, and it flipped right to Richard Ransom and, and he was, crew. And, and lead story yes, was, was winners barbecue of Barbecue Fest. Fest. That's exactly right. Yes. That was, yes. And 
Um, and him having to read off the different team. Ah, Sweet Cheeks, which is your team. Correct. One pork shoulder. And then I, you could even he, – he, I give him a lot of credit. He was able to keep character, if you will. Yeah. Um, as he had to say nuts and butts yes. on air. <laughs> Always clever lines. Uh, and he, he had like a nice little – but I found that – that was like honestly maybe my favorite thing I saw this weekend because holy cow we had uh well you know what the Lakers Nuggets game was good but it still is a buzzkill that both those series are now three nothing. It was just because Celtics keep too right. So Friday night I think the real buzzkill started Friday night mm-hmm. when the Celtics yet again found a way to lose almost in the same that, script. Oh you're right that was that was Friday, Friday night yeah and then Saturday night was all right. Yeah. This is our last hope. Because you even if even if the Celtics, like at that time we didn't know, even if the Celtics were to win game three, you still you still felt pretty confident that game or that series at best was going back to Boston three one mm-hmm. at best. Yeah. And then we saw what happened yesterday and you're like, okay. But I still think I think I think these the conference finals buzzkill officially started Friday night. Well, because of that, so I'm curious. So you mentioned you were watching the broadcast. And luckily, like, it feels like this championship came on a perfect weekend. We're like, yeah, like, it was probably difficult to follow follow the games while you're in the midst of Barbecue Fest, right or wrong. You could follow one thing because we always we would put on. So, like, during if you got there during the afternoon, mm-hmm. we would have the golf tournament on. Gotcha. And then when it turned to night, we'd flip it to the NBA game. So okay. it was – you could follow – that game, regardless, felt like felt like a good week. Like if you missed something, it felt like a good weekend, honestly, to have barbecue fest. So my question to you is: take us behind the scenes one more time. Like what what happens when you win barbecue fest? Very few Memphians can say they've won barbecue fest. I would assume. So Saturday around two thirty or three, you've already you've turned in the you've turned in what you're going to submit for your entry. So then you start to get the word around 2.30 or 3, hey, we are going to be either in the top 10, we're not going to be in the running. We quickly found out in shoulder we were going to be in the top three. Mm-hmm. We didn't know if we were, we didn't know if we were going to be third, second, first, but we found out we were going to be in the top three. So that means everyone, Saturday typically, Saturday typically falls into a couple of categories. Number one, if you're in a, a if you're in a tent that is hyper competitive, you understand Saturday's a, a business day. There are very few of those teams that really fall into that category. Most of the others fall into, all right, we're competitive, but we're kind of here to have a good time. Well, when you when you're a team like us that tries to kind of thread the needle of being a party tent and competitive, that that window right there just means more partying. Because then you wind up, you know, at 6.30, they're going to go and announce the teams. So by that point, we're, we're pretty good, good to go. And then at 6.30, they announce, at 6.30, they announce, they do, they do it um, beauty pageant style, like second mm. runner up. And then that's the thing that always makes it interesting is when they announce the People's Republic of Swina <laughs> wins second in the category mm. – then we all start going nuts. Oh yeah, yeah, because we know that means we've won. Like you know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's always that weird. Like 
The loudest scream I think at a beauty pageant is when they announce the runner up, and it's always the it's always the girl that didn't get runner up that's yelling the loudest because that realize she realizes she's won. So it's it's that kind of thing. Then it turns into more celebrations, more partying, and really all it did was you get the sweet trophy. Like I give I give Memphis and May Barbecue Fest. That feels like a championship trophy. Oh, you, really? you see yeah. those bad boys, and you're like, that is a championship type trophy. It's it's big. Yeah. Um, I, I I think I I think now it's really hard to come up with trophies because we've kind of done it all. You mm. know what I mean? Like, it's kind of hard to have a new design. But I think the barbecue fest trophies are are elite. It ends up just making your Sunday miserable though, because it means that. Everyone in the t- no, there wasn't a Saturday afternoon where things started cooling down. And you start picking up, and you start picking up after yourself. Sunday's the breakdown day anyway, so you're gonna have to completely pick up everything. It just made yesterday a longer day. Mm. And but, then, and then you add on it the Celtics dud, mm-hmm. um, which made us realize just how finite uh, our sports are. So becoming. that was kind of my overreaction. My overreaction was it is overreaction Monday. I think Barbecue Fest might be the kickoff of tough sports season. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're here to get you through it. We also got Jason Munns coming on at 240 or so, the list. Uh, and uh, maybe we'll get, you, we'll get you ready for maybe the last uh, Lakers game of the season. <laughs> Hopefully. God honestly. willing. Well, I don't know. That, that's a good question to start this off. It's our opening time. Like, do you want now at this point, do you not? Ultimately, like a team has never come back from down three nothing in the NBA in the NBA playoffs ever. Um, do you want to see Boston or the Lakers extend this out another game or two just so we get some more inventory, if you will, to t- to steal a TV executive parlance? Or you know, like ultimately, if they're not going to come back, if we're not going to get a game seven out of this, you know, why bother? I would ask you this honestly. Do you feel like either of these teams that are down 3-0, do you feel like that they are a threat to win the series? I don't think either of them can beat the other team four straight games. No. So it really falls into the category for me. That would be delaying the inevitable. Yeah. I, I would give, weirdly enough, I would give probably, I don't know, but but the Lakers haven't quit like it seemed like the Celtics did last night. Um, at the same time, I think the Celtics are a better team than the Lakers. And, like, I think the Celtics, on paper, are a better team than Miami. They've just, whether it's coaching or mental, you know, or a locker room dissension of some kind, um, they're not able to fulfill that. They're not, you know, they're very clearly in disarray yeah, I, right I don't now. know if it's a locker room. Like, dude, I don't know if it's a— Well, I think people forget that locker room has been pretty rocky— even throughout this entire run that they've had together. Like, if you recall, I mean, they were having locker room issues with Kyrie. All these young guys had locker room issues with Kyrie when he was there. And I get it. It's Kyrie. So you brushed it off. Yeah, like, yeah, you just, that's you, Kyrie, not them. Yeah. And I get it. I totally get that. You got Marcus Smart, who is, like, good Dylan Brooks. You know what I mean? Like, in the sense, usually. But he's, like, kind of combustible, like guys of that ilk if you will. Well, he's not a great offensive player, and oftentimes, because in the playoffs, teams want you to beat them. But he's also like kind of an alpha, but he's not sure. clearly the best player on his team. Um, and so, so, you know, so you got that component of it. You've got 
it feels like more and more like Jalen Brown, who's a who is kind of brooding at times. Would you say like you know ultimately like it feels like he's a he's like a like apparently a really intelligent guy, like uh, you know just a really smart guy, but like almost like kind of too smart for his own good at times. Um, and can kind of get you know it seems hyper like aware, it, yeah, like hyper. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's sort of uh, you know, and it feels like it, it can rear its head at times and get in the way of him being, a, you know, an elite elite player. And when it doesn't get in the way, he is an elite elite player. Um, and you know, Tatum feels like he's still, you know, ultimately he's the best player on that team, but seems to have trouble asserting himself as the best player on that team at times. Um, and then you've got a coach who, you know, like I I, I feel bad for Joe, Joe Missoula at this point because it's like clearly he's not, he like he's an interim coach, right? They haven't hired him full-time or did they as the season went on? I mean, on. I think they announced him as the head coach. Gotcha. I just feel like he's getting, it, like, yes, he's been a problem. But, like, I feel – I ultimately – like, what's he supposed to do? Turn that job down? Like, you know, like, he's – and he got him to the conference finals. Like, I don't think enough blame is being put on, like, the Celtics players for being – like, they've been pro- – they've had a tempet- – you know, like a – Tempestuous. Te- tempestuous, tenuous locker room for a while. Last year they were, like, a 500 team or, like, below 500, and people are talking about breaking up Tatum and Brown then. And then Adoka – you know, you forgot about it when they went on the finals run – but like well, for they, two they months were last really, year, they were a mess. They they had a horrible start to the year. But remember, like from like remember that was like one of the arbitrary dates. It was like the only team that the like the Grizzlies and the Celtics had the yeah. best record since like January, no, whatever listen, it was. And then like Adoka got a lot of credit for it. And then when then he got fired, like he won over the locker room. And um, you know, clearly they're gonna have to probably. I, I don't know. I, no, I, I say I clearly agree. they're gonna have to go get another coach. But I also just think like like. Duh, Spolstra has been a better coach than than Joe Mazzulla, the thirty four year old first time head coach in this series. You, what the thought was was that you know they had the better team and they could overcome that, and they haven't done it at all. If anything, it's been yeah, Joe Mazzulla has been out coached, but like you know, Gabe Vincent is out playing Jalen Brown. Like that's been the bigger problem. No, I I firmly agree with you. I, I am capable of holding both of these thoughts at the same time. I think more often than not, when a team falls short, it's usually the players. But I also acknowledge because, because the players have the value that they do in the NBA, the coach is always just going to be the most expendable. Even though mm-hmm. like I think the players are more responsible than the coach. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, like that's why we see this giant shuffle and it's not... you. Mike Boonholzer's not going to have the same stink on him that Jeff Fisher did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you, if if in the end you fall short as an NFL coach, more times than not we think like you're a bad coach. We don't really hold that, uh, we don't really hold that against you as much in the NBA. It's viewed more as like, all right, they just needed a new voice in there. Yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't like this. I wouldn't break up. Well. I wouldn't break up Tatum and Brown. Not yet. I know they're going to be on these huge max yeah. deals, and that makes it hard. But you know, make it hard to roster build around them moving forward. I mean, maybe you are get- we sure Brown and Tatum work? Because I think one of the big problems that Tatum is having, 
Well, what would you say about this? This is the this is the rumor du jour. All right. Once this season ends for for because it's about two teams that feel kind of like they're good, and there are different levels of good, but like are stalled out because of moves they've made or things that have happened. What would you say if Boston and Minnesota were on the phone and Boston said, "We'll give you Jalen Brown, you give us Carl Anthony Towns." If I'm Boston, I'm trying to get a lead guard. Mm. I don't think Marcus Smart can be your starting point guard. Yeah. But Marcus Smart's contract's going to be hard to move. Yeah. Um, and you'd obviously probably throw in Horford. You know, like, there'd be other right, components the- to the deal, but, like, the centerpieces would be... That's, like, the rumor du jour. It's, like, you know, like, so a hypothetical trade being put out there, like... Because I know Grizzlies fans, for instance, talk about Jalen Brown. I just don't think the Grizzlies have enough to go get someone like Jalen Brown in a trade. No, if the, if the Celtics were to put him well, on the market, financially, unless you're going to be unless if the Grizzlies aren't breaking up their top three, and honestly, I even think like if you if it was Bain, I I, I even think that would be like obviously that'd put you in a decent spot, but I still don't know if that'd be enough because again, like someone like Minnesota can offer you Carl Anthony. You know, like I, I think there's going to be a there's if Jalen Brown is truly on the market, there are going to be twenty NBA teams trying to get him, and chances are you're not going to be able to offer a big enough uh, trade package to get him. Especially because I just don't sense they would want to trade Desmond Bain even in the deal. But they might, you know. So like I don't even, I'm not even like honestly considering. I just think, the Grizzlies I think the biggest problem, an option for it that seems scenario. to me right now, the late game, like we even if you go back to the regular season, the late game issues that the Celtics have been having is it seems like it's very easy for defenses to focus on Tatum, get the ball out of his hands, and it makes it very difficult for him well, to get shots. Well, yeah, no, and the thought is Brown fits because. Like what Brown needs, you always point out he can't dribble. He At needs all. a point guard. Yes. Like and well, we've got a pretty good one here when he's not uh you know, not on Instagram live. Yeah, but like another big problem that a big problem the Celtics are having, those two guys are not making shots. Yeah. No, it's been it's been well, the whole scenario has been wild because it's we've spent the entire NBA season talking about how wide open the West was. And it turns out, oh, the results it was wide open after one. Yeah, like the results that Denver put together this season. Like, ultimately, yeah, their record wasn't quite as good. Because, remember, they kind of they, – they took their foot off the gas pedal the last couple weeks of the sa- season. They had, they, that, they had that swoon in the end of March, early April. Yeah, like they – the Grizzlies only ended up finishing a few games behind them. But, yeah, I think it was two. But, like, for a while there, they were, like, six or seven games yeah. behind them. And it looked – you know, they they – I think – Denver ended up a 53-win team, and they probably should have been in that 55-60 to 60 wins if they had actually, like, cared towards the end. Well, I think if, if there would have been someone really pushing them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but turns out the West, what you saw on the court is exactly what has played out in the playoffs. Yeah, it was wide open from two on. It was like the regular season did matter. Like, Denver showed us they were the best team in the West, and they've looked like the best team in the West throughout the playoffs. Yep. Then on the other side... It's like the template. It's the regular season was meaningless. I mean, the Miami Heat barely got out of the play-in. They had to make a. They were mirac- down in the fourth quarter to the Bulls, <laughs> and of the final playing game, and they, got- they have literally made the number one, number two seed in the East like look horrible. They've lost one game to the one and two seeds combined. Yeah, um, and they're missing a guy they re-signed for like 120 million this offseason, Tyler Harrow. 
throughout it all. It's it, and so you got on two side, one side where the regular season literally mattered not at all, and another side where the regular season like like maybe we should just watch the regular season and that like that actually told us what was going to happen. It does make you wonder, though, how much of the East has been predicated by the Bucks stubbing their toe again. Yeah, well, and it's like, you know, like... Because I, in fairness, the Sixers did take Boston to seven. While mm-hmm. Game 7 was not competitive, and we mm-hmm. saw... Like, they did take that series to seven games. That was a highly competitive series. Yeah. Um, I don't know, does this make you feel better if you're a Knicks fan? I think a little bit, yeah. Um, I think so, right? I certainly like as a as a watching Golden State lose in a similar manner to the Lakers. I think I don't think it like made me feel a lot better as someone who followed the Grizzlies, but I do think it was like a little. It was more validation, if you will, of like okay, it wasn't you lost to a good team at least. In well, the like, Lakers. if you're the Suns, and yes, you have that embarrassing game six at home, but the fact that you're the only team that's been able to beat Denver twice, does that somehow make you feel a little better? I mean, you don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, to me, when, it's you look, hard. when you look at the Lakers series, I think what it really reminds you is when you get into that, the games that are true fourth quarter games, there's so few of them. When you find yourself in back to back, like when when you have back to back games that are competitive and you lose both, more times than not, it's a reminder of there's very few toss ups. You can't lose both. So have you paid attention to like the potential calendar issues? As this oh, show, oh, I'm well. Aware. This this show is a show in which we look out for the sports, sports fan, the sports television viewer yes. in particular, because that is we are elite te- sports television yes. viewers, especially Jeffrey. I I used to be. I'm not anymore. Uh, I'm like LeBron. I'm like you know, like I'm I'm thirty. I'm you know, I am. I'm basically his age and similar in terms of my sports viewing. You're late stage. Yes, like yes. I was a I was a an elite sports TV watcher and still pretty good, but not nearly what I used to be. You can still find it. Yes, yes. But you have to pick it's your spots. Spurts. It's in spurts. Yeah, you have to pick your spots. Kids go. You know, like wife and kids go away random yeah. weekend. Oh, I'm back, baby. I Correct. can put together a three game. You know, three day stretch of. Just sitting on my ass on the couch, um, but but you're not playing all 82. No, 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 no. Right. Load management, baby. correct. Um, I do think this is going to be borderline. I, I, not even borderline. It's going to be unacceptable if by tomorrow night we're done with the conference finals and we're going to have to wait a f- eight days for the next NBA basketball. You know, the next the NBA finals to start. June first is the date. Like they're not moving. Correct. It. They're not moving it up. So we got, we got tonight game four Lakers Nuggets. If it ends, if Nuggets win tonight, that one's over. And then tomorrow night Celtics Heat game four, that one could be over then. Literally eight days, not till next Thursday. So unacceptable. Unacceptable. And again, I appreciate an overreaction. Unacceptable. I think I'm ready to move on. You're done. Well, now that now that they're three zero, correct. No, see, I, I'm fine with moving on. Like, why do we have to have a set date for the NBA Finals? We don't have a set date for any other round of the playoffs. No, but we do. I I do think, I think we've started doing this with the World Series, where we know, all right, the World Series starts on this day. And watch, they're going to play that game on Thursday, and we're not going to get Game Two until Sunday. 
Oh yeah, you know they're gonna. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. they're, they're going to space that bad yeah. boy out. We're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna get one game. They're gonna play whoever makes NBA Finals is gonna end up playing like one game in ten days. I'm telling you, this is why I think Barbecue Fest marks the beginning. <laughs> like we talk about, oh Memorial Day is the unofficial start of summer, and I still think that's more of a a, a northern thing than it is a southern <laughs> thing. Although we've been pretty lucky where it hasn't. It's been- when the pools open, although. My pool, you know, it's here. It's Memorial yeah. Day too. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, some like the Germantown Athletic Club opened this weekend. Past weekend, soft opening. You could use the. Yeah. Pool. You got to know somebody to know somebody. No, yeah. no, no, no. You could just go in. I mean, they weren't advertising it. I don't think, but you could go. But I mean, typically around town, it's still Memorial Day. Yeah. Like yeah. opens it. That's that's how I like. I used to go to you know neighborhood pools growing up and that's that was like the unofficial that was that was why you it really designated the start of summer it just really crystallized for me this weekend it's like oh boy we are we're here well i will say this the way it's spaced out now here's another overreaction local localized right. overreaction if the nba doesn't drop if if the nba doesn't drop the john morant suspension news on friday it tells me they want it to get publicity they want they think, want him to suffer from that publicity, if you will. Okay, so I think I'm in on this with you because if it you're, means wait, like if you're trying to like news not dump have it, this be a story, yeah. Friday afternoon before Memorial Day weekend is literally the perfect time to do it because yeah, like people like me will write about it for the commercial appeal and it'll get it'll get traction on you know like all the national sites will write about it Friday late afternoon evening. Um, but you want, you want me to tell you when the least amount of tra- some of the least amount of traffic on the internet is? Uh, that would like, be a big time holiday weekend in uh, travel season. Yes, especially like yes. late in the evening. Like Correct. yeah, it'll get like a lot of traffic for that mo- particular moment. But in comparison to like if it were to drop on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday next week, you know the following week, you get way more. Um, and then you also avoid if you do it Friday afternoon. Those the the way this John Morant story is taken off. It feels like, correct me if I'm wrong here, like this is where you've seen the influence of the talking heads is a story like this John Morant story in the way it's cro- – like those shows, the way they talk about it over and over again and from all different angles, that's what really amplifies it. Well, if you drop this new this suspension news on Friday night or Friday afternoon, well, you're avoiding those those types of shows until Tuesday, I believe. With the holiday they, weekend again, they may have they may have they might pro- have the backups right, in on Monday. They may have programming on Monday, but it's no offense to Chris Canty, but I don't I don't think people really care about his opinion on John Morant. Well, and I also just think like a big part of it is no one's going to be watching. Yeah, it's mon- like everyone's barbecuing or correct, you know, grilling. Excuse me, I shouldn't say barbecuing here in Memphis. It's a I, up in well, especially as a world champion. Yeah, you shouldn't no, say that. Uh, I will say though, we you know, up where I grew up, yes, it's a know, cookout. Yeah. You yeah, made hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah, no, yes. you're right. No, and I, I actually agree mm-hmm. with the sentiment of you shouldn't call it a barbecue if you're not making barbecue. No, I freshman year I was like, hey, we're having a barbecue. I'm like, what? Really? Mm-hmm. Taste of home? And it was hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah, yeah. And then that was when we dropped like yeah. barbecue. You're grilling. You're Correct. grilling. You're grilling. Correct. Yeah. You're cooking out. Cooking out. Grilling. Yes. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, well, a cookout serves barbecue though. But a cookout is different they, than cookout. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, no, so I, I think it, it, if I had to guess right now, because I do think I would be surprised if the NBA is trying to amplify this John Morant story even more than it already has been. If I had to guess, 
especially if the conference finals are over already. Friday afternoon is when we know that's that would be my guess. That would be the if if I was running PR for the NBA and the goal here was to minimize the PR damage for the NBA and in um conjunction with that John Morant I would be doing I would be dropping that news Friday afternoon, no doubt about it. Yeah, it's a holiday weekend. It's a big travel weekend also. Now, I, I have no inside info. Let me be clear. I'm just this is PR professional. Well, I mean, know, to me, aspi- it's or aspiring PR professional. It's to me, it's just trying to determine how much theater do they want to make this. Mm-hmm. Like, are the owners actually worried that John Morant is hurting their bottom line? My suspicion is probably not. But if they are, then maybe they do want to make a statement. Like to me, like that is the question: how much. How much do they want to make John Morant hurt? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I guess there's a scenario where they haven't gotten their ducks in a row yet with all the, you know, whether it's the Players Association and or things like that. But Maybe don't you have all investiga- week to do that? Like, let's I don't say, know what their investigation entails. Let's say you're already – let's say you're a little behind on that. Isn't that what this week is for? Yeah. I mean, we've already seen, like, you just got to get people on Zoom, right? Like a phone call? Does this need it? I do suspect that when they announce the punishment, they would like for it to be a punishment that's not going to be appealed. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be interested. But that, I think now if the conference finals are still going on, that might throw a wrench in things. But I I mean, that would involve Boston and Miami, I believe, winning two games. Correct. <laughs> to get to Friday, yes. Yeah, to get to Friday, I don't know if that's going to happen. Not based on what I saw this weekend. I mean, I think both teams. Would I have could to. see the Lakers winning tonight because at least the Lakers that that was a close game. You know, Denver pulled away late. You can make the argument, even though the Lakers are down, down three games, they've they, been competitive in all three games. Yes, and really like had a good chance to win one. A pretty, I thought a pretty good chance to win game three. I thought two was the one they. Two's really, the one they, they let really get, away. get away. Yes, two's the one they should have won. I would put game three as a could have won. You know, it was like up for grabs until late. And then um, I felt like the right team won game one, but at the same time, like they had the ball with a chance to take the lead in the fourth Denver quarter. Would, whereas you could make the argument the Lakers were the better team in game two, you couldn't make that argument in game three, ultimately. With yeah. the way Denver closed, yeah. they were the better team. Um, but I, I thought you had an interesting overreaction mm. that combined both golf and basketball. Um, what was that? We again? we can get into the PGA Championship more in depth because we got to get into the block party that mm. we saw over the weekend. We can do that during the list. But I've just now come to the realization: both guys, uh, you know, Brooks is big Miami Heat fan. Mark Brooks Kepka and Jimmy Butler are the same thing. Like when you get when the stage is the brightest and it's it's money making time, and the stage is the toughest. Like those are the guys that you want to have your money on. I was going to say Brooks Kepka, best golfer since Tiger Woods. That's my overreaction. Better than Rory, better than Spieth, better than Justin Thomas, better than Dustin Johnson. So I think for that to be the case, it has to be the best major championship golfer. But and this is kind of the, bi- the best golfer. But that's kind of where we are. Like to me, when everyone's trying to do PGA Tour, live, whatnot, the thing that is 
that is crystallizing since the the split, if you will. Major championship golf is a different animal. It's tougher. There, you know what I mean. Like we, who's the last like, who's the last Ben Curtis to win a major championship? Like we don't really have those anymore. It's usually a big time player winning a major championship, and I think it's I think it's kind of a byproduct of as we see tour golf get more watered down and so that everyone can compete on it, it ends up becoming kind of a sterile, nothing product. If you've watched Live, it's the same thing. Like, yeah, maybe they got the music on and they're playing in shorts, but it the, the mood around a major championship is so much more intense and it feels like it's for it's it's for big boys only. And I think I think Brooks has benefited from the fact that we don't really care if you win 20 PGA Tour tournaments anymore. Like, we mm-hmm. now, it feels like we're going back to how many majors did you win? Mm-hmm. And there's no question. Brooks has played in 36 majors. He's finished in the top 10 in 18 of them. Wow. And he's got five wins. Wow. Well, it was uh, it was good to see. I, I've always kind of liked Brooks Kepka. I think he's a good character for golf in general. Like, the maybe a little too cocky. But also, like, you know, kind of backs up his cockiness a lot. The only thing I never liked about him is he tried to sell that, like, he didn't care about golf. And it's like, you don't have that good of a golf swing. You are not that complete of a golf, like, of a golfer and not care about golf. No, it's like nonsense. Like, Like, I remember I've watched him, like, like close down the range at TPC Southwind. You know, like, when he's clearly works at his game. And he is, like, to be that rock solid, like, that was the only thing that bothered me. But... I actually kind of like this version of Brooks. There is something about man when he's in it on a Sunday. Like to your point, like if you're going to beat him, that like when it does feel like him and Dustin have owned their decision to go to live more than anyone else. Like everyone else has tried to like play both sides of it, and it feels like Brooks has done it in an effective way. Like he's kind of just said, like, listen, like this is the, this was the state of the you know, frame of mind I was in in the moment. I that maybe that happened a little after. Like, yeah. if you remember his first tournaments, like he had some press conferences where you're like, "Oh God, this is." But since he has full swing, he owned it mm-hmm. and let people in. And recently, like last night, they were trying to make it all about live, and he's like, "I thought it meant I can compete." Like he, you know what I mean? Like he didn't take the bait. Yeah, but we can talk more about the PGA. Yeah, during the list when we get into that during hour number two. But let's turn our attention to Tiger basketball. Jason Munns joins us next. Right here on Giannotto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Erin Hawksworth, here to help you beat the books with BetQL. The Mariners have struggled out of the gate and sit in fourth place in the AL West. Tonight, Luis Castillo opens a series against the A's, and the BetQL model thinks runs will be hard to come by. BetQL has under eight as a five-star best bet. They have this number a four run lower at seven. I'm Aaron Hawksworth. Bet smarter. Beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. WeatherGuard, the name that stands for unmatched security in truck boxes, is now making a name for itself on the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series circuit. WeatherGuard is the official sponsor of the safety and security work crews at Speedway Motorsports tracks across the country. Engineered to meet the demands from job sites to race sites, WeatherGuard truck boxes feature double-welded seams, weather-tight seals, and high-security latches and locks. If it's a job worth doing, it's a job worth WeatherGuard. Learn more at weatherguard.com. Sunday, May 28th, let's take our hats off to the heroes when the gamblers take on your showboat. We can't wait to have you for the USFL. Let's go. Bring the whole family to Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium for a great day of pro football and get a free USFL hat while supplies last. Touchdown! Fantastic seats get you right next to the action for just $10. And the showboats chug right back into this game. Buy your tickets today at theusfl.com. Are you a male over the age of 30 and feeling tired or not like your usual self? Are you underperforming in the bedroom, at the gym, or at work? You might have low testosterone or ED. Dr. Johnson, a board-certified physician at the Memphis Men's Clinic, performs comprehensive evaluations to treat the real underlying issue. Whether you're 30 or 90 years old, let the Memphis Men's Clinic get you back to your normal, the Memphis way. Call 901-443-0475 or visit memphismensclinic.com. The Memphis Men's Clinic, treating patients the Memphis way. We're here with Jennifer Carsonson, real estate expert from the Live Love Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency. What would you say about a potential buyer who's on the fence about renting or buying? In Q4, investors don't buy as much. They're holding their inventory. Why? Because people don't rent as often in the winter. So the people that had saved their money, that had gotten beat out by offers, now is that time. Jen, how can someone find out more? For those folks to just have a conversation with a realtor that they trust, a lender that they trust, to figure out if the plan is still viable for them to buy a house. And there's ways that we can work with people who are in leases. There's buyout clauses. I mean, there's all kinds of different options for folks. If you think that you're stuck in a lease until spring or summer, that might not be the case. Whether you're buying or selling, you need Jennifer Carsonson in the Live Love Group at the Real Estate Agency, 901-625-5200, or email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. That's 901-625-5200 or sold at livelovememphis.com. You ready to get your ride on at Gossett Mitsubishi? Inventory is arriving daily, and we're ready to put you in a new ride today. Get seven seats and 27 MPG combined in your new 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander. We got 
Gossett at $33,285 or $469 a month. And the winner takes all in 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV. 420-mile total range, 64 combined MPGE, and 38 minutes best charging time. We Gossett at $449 a month. And you'll always get peace of mind with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Outlander $469, Outlander PHEV $449. That's Gossett Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got it and got it more. Outlander PC 045645, MSRP 33785, PHEV PZ 043032, MSRP 48230, includes all rebates and incentives, PF 695, excludes tax title and license with approved credit CD to complete details. Offer valid through end of the month, dealer stock only. This afternoon, pleasant and warmer with a high of 83. Weather brought to you by Staples. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Keep counting at those stop signs, Alex, full stop, and doesn't go until she counts to five, McSweeney, because you are a safe driver. And like most drivers who sign up for Snapshot from Progressive, which customizes your rate for how and how much you drive, you could earn a discount for your good driving. So don't turn into an Alex rolling stop and goes whenever she wants, McSweeney, because once an Alex full stop and doesn't go until she counts to five, McSweeney, always an Alex full stop. Well, you know the rest. Sign up for Snapshot today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. Your window into affordable luxury is Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis. At Pella, we offer quality replacement windows at any budget. I can't believe the price of my new windows. They were so affordable. If I knew I could afford windows and doors as gorgeous as these, I would have chosen Pella Windows and Doors in Memphis years ago. Right now, save 25% on your entire project or get 50% off installation. The highest quality, the greatest value. Choose Pella Windows and Doors of Memphis, your window into affordable luxury. You ready to get your ride on at Gossett Mitsubishi? Inventory is arriving daily, and we're ready to put you in a new ride today. Get seven seats and 27 MPG combined in your new 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander. We Gossett at $33,285 or $469 a month. And the winner takes all in 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV. 420-mile total range, 64 combined MPGE, and 38 minutes best charging time. We gossip at $449 a month. And you'll always get peace of mind with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Outlander 469, Outlander PHEV 449. That's gossip Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we gossip and gossip more. Outlander PC 045645, MSRP 33785, PHEV PZ 043032, MSRP 48230, includes all rebates and incentives, PF 695, excludes tax title and license with approved credit CD for complete details. Offer valid through end of the month, dealer stock only. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network. Only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code WRIGHT, W-R-I-G-H-T, and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get an instant instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. With BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 
and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions for when years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. Jason Munns is the Tiger basketball beat writer for the Commercial Appeal. He joins us each and every Monday on the program. Munns, what are we listening to? There's no other way, Jeffrey, by Blur. So Blur's other song. Oh come on! Uh, this is—he's doing this. He's doing this to antagonize me. We had a meeting last Thursday <laughs> about Blur, uh, and Blur came up, and I believe it was DeMichael Cole or Winston yeah. Wilcox. I think it was DeMichael Cole. Had no idea who Blur was, and like Munns brought up Blur <laughs> as if he should undoubtedly know Blur, and I was like. Months, no one knows Blur, but if I went, and then he goes, oh, that song. You know, like everyone would go, oh, Hold that on, song. How, how's, how's that song go again? Pretty sure that's not it. But hey, that's true. That's how it goes. I mean, you got the woohoo part, but before that, you just sounded like you were just doing like a random guitar riff. The thing the thing I remember about Blur. But the Michael Cole understood what song it was as soon as I did that. Munz has probably seen this. Munz, wasn't there like a documentary? It either came out maybe pandemic, slightly after pandemic, where you find out how much Oasis hated Blur and how much of, like that, I feel like that brought more exposure to Blur. Doesn't it feel like Oasis? Those guys are just a bunch of jerks. Well, no, that was the whole thing. Like Blur was like, well, we knew they hated us, but we we didn't really know why. Like we just know that they did not like us. Yeah, yeah. O- Oasis beef with pretty much everybody. Um, I think Suede was on there, including on their, themselves. Uh, yeah, in their crosshairs. Yeah, they they uh, they, they didn't like anybody. But yeah, Giannato started calling him Zubler, mm. and so yeah. I was just like, I got a. He's a, gotta, not only is he a Blur fan, he's a snobby Blur fan. Well, and then I and then I, I like I, I, I Jeffrey, you knew that Gorillas, you know the the, the yep. band, uh, like sort of the. He was the, the he was the front man of both. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's yep. all I needed. There we go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Way to uh, way to prove your point. Thank you, there. Jeffrey. Way to prove yeah. your point. The problem there. with the gorillas, though, is like they're he's now like acknowledged that they do, like that they're an actual band. But for a while, remember that they were trying to hide behind the they're a virtual band. Yeah, that's what I so thought. So you could like never see <laughs> I them. But, I bought yeah. into that storyline, hook, line, did. and sinker. But now, like he, they will play in front of the video boards now. Like, mm, you can actually right. see the musicians that are all, like, extremely highly trained musicians playing. Like, they, they've they've removed the veil on, on the gorillas in, now. In, including the front man for Blur, who, yes. by the way, the only reason this even came up is because while we were meeting, it came across my uh, laptop that Blur is releasing a new album. So, uh, mm. get excited. Well, um... Are you a rock band in Wait. the 90s? There's a chance to make money now. Come on <laughs> down. <laughs> Again. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised they weren't at Bill Street Music Festival, to be honest. I will say, all my friends that gave me crap for being a Blink guy in high school, I've noticed a lot of people are going to take trips to go see Blink this summer. Well, they sm- they took the... They- it feels like they've hit the sweet spot in terms of they took off enough time where people are, like, really longing for it. If they, if they keep touring... You know, if they do that, like they should make this like a once every three years type of thing. Well, it's okay. Tom will get crazy every two years, so you're yeah. good. Like you're always going to have this push and pull with them. But let's let's get into Tiger basketball. Is there anything? Yeah, 
Any any news? Hmm. Uh, I guess there's Tigers adjacent news. All right, a couple of uh, we'll, we'll settle today. for that you at got, this point, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like we are going to have to. Uh, uh, Tyler Johnson uh, committed to Louisville today. The okay. uh, uh, point, the high school point guard recruit out of New York. Um, he's committed to Louisville, so he's going there. He decommitted from Memphis a while back, but uh, so there's that. And then you got Malcolm Dandridge's list. Mm. He's uh, he he uh, the portal report. I think one of those uh, one of those Twitter accounts uh, put out a list that uh, you know had some interesting names on it. Um, yeah, some Power Kansas. Five names. Yep, Kansas was on there. No, Kansas State. Uh, Kansas State. Let's be clear. Let's no, can- I I'm thought it was Kansas. Sure Kansas is on there. Kansas State is on there for sure, but uh, oh, I'm really? almost certain Kansas. Yeah, Kansas is on there as well. Um, uh, LSU, uh, uh, our old friend Cody Toppert, who's an assistant down at LSU, seems to be uh, uh, interested in Malcolm Dandridge. Um, if you go by that list, but yeah, I think UCF, USF is on yeah, you're there. Right. Kansas State, Kansas, Auburn, Oklahoma State. Um, UCF, LSU, Penn State, Cal, BYU. That'd be an interesting one uh, for for Mal. That'd be a big uh, Provo, Memphis to Provo. Holy cow! <laughs> well, because I need a cam- I need a camera crew if that happens. Well, I want not, that documentary. Not just that. Like I don't know if it'll be a good thing or a bad thing. Like Malcolm has really only played for Penny for the last like eight years, basically. Yeah. I know there was one year yeah. where he played for Javante Holmes at uh, East, Penny's first year at Memphis. But this will be like an entirely new experience for him because he has not really played for anyone but Penny Hardaway over the years. Um, but interesting list of schools strikes me as you know if he's going to a you know a Big Twelve school or Auburn or something like that. Um, we have a listener who is on the Kansas State staff um, with Memphis ties. I'm trying. Well, it would strike me as he's going there to be the same sort of maybe I'm not sorry, even K State ties. Maybe not even quite the role he has right. He had at Memphis. He'd be going as like a you know like your backup big. Whereas if he goes to a Western Kentucky or a, I would hate to see him go to Tulsa. Uh, to be honest, I wouldn't want to. You know, I wouldn't. It'd be just uncomfortable. I think. Um, but um, yeah, Brandon Branch. Brandon Branch. Yeah, yes. that's what I was gonna say. Uh, Brandon Brandon is on staff there. Gotcha. So and that he's makes got sense. Memphis ties. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see um, where Malcolm Dandridge lands. I, you know, I've always – I've found him to be – like, I know him pretty well from covering him since high school. And, like, you, listen, there's some flaws to him as a player, but he's, like, a really nice guy. And I hope – I hope he gets, a, he gets a good landing spot. And it seems like from the initial list, he's got some pretty good options. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's definitely – an easy guy to root for, at least I, I, I can only speak for myself, but uh, he's, he's an easy guy to root for. Every, every dealing I ever had with him was nothing but uh, pleasant, and so, yeah, you do you, do, you definitely hope that he ends up in a good situation. Yeah, and it seem, well, it does seem like guys who wait to go into the portal, like the, the and the ones who, like, kind of, and maybe it's just, ba- especially big men, like it feels like he's in more demand than I thought he was going to be. Based on that list, well, doesn't it seem yeah. like? And this is kind of an it's it's and like we see Penny's been looking for bigs. Well, like, so and, I'm saying like it. Oh, is it for sure done? 
No, I mean he's not signed with anybody. You can always yeah. remove because to me it seems portal. like it seems like the late guys that are in like the guys that are getting more attention. It feels like it's mostly because they're bigs and there's just mm-hmm. not as many. And again, that yeah. could be just my perception. No, I think that's I think that's right. But um, you know, there was uh, there there had been some speculation uh, in, in in recent days that, for instance, Tolu Smith, the uh, Mississippi State big man um, who withdrew from the from draft consideration uh, late last week, uh, there had been some speculation that that. You know, he started his career at Western Kentucky and uh, who's now on Penny Hardaway's uh, staff as an assistant. But Rick Stansberry, the former Western Kentucky coach who would have signed Tolu Smith at Western Kentucky. But he uh, in, in one in one announcement, he pulled out of the draft and announced he's staying at Mississippi State. So it's it's you know, it is definitely getting to be um, pretty close to crunch time, I think for Memphis and for Penny, but uh, it's, I mean. You say that. I'm curious, Who? what spot would you rather be in right now? Because it's really interesting what's playing out here. To ele- And it's not quite as, I don't think it's being talked about in the national college basketball world, um, what's happening here that much in terms of like the, the consternation you're hearing from different Memphis fans. I don't think a lot of the national college basketball writers of the world or media of the world, they're like talking a ton about, oh, Memphis is having some portal issues. They are talking about Kentucky's portal issues. And they just missed out on another kid, one of the San Diego State players this weekend. They, much like Memphis, a guy they were pursuing heavily, a veteran, a dude who like looked like he was going to be a piece that could slot right into their lineup, um, they lost out on to Arizona beat them out for a player, just like Memphis. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you have Memphis's situation where Memphis has what ten guys on the roster, correct? Eleven. Eleven. Eleven guys yep. on its roster. But it feels like, you know, if they were going going to the season today, the main problem they would have, I don't think it's as like a bad roster. It's just it feels like everyone right now would be slotted to be in a role that's like slightly bigger than what you'd want them ideally to be in. Like Caleb Mills would be your best player. You probably want him to be your second best player. You know, right? Um, you know, Mikey Williams is. You know, if he comes, would be counted on to be like a main dude who you have to rely on to score every night. Probably want him more as like a, you know, your third guy. You know, right? Um, you don't have a you you, definitely like him without gun charges. <laughs> yes, like Nick Jordan and Chandler Lawson would probably slot in as your starting front court. One, it'd be a small front court. To both of them, you know, you'd rather have them coming off the bench, like if we're being yeah. totally honest. Uh, T. Lenard, you know, is a guy who in the current version of this probably going to be needed to score more. In an ideal world, he's just like your do-everything, you know, doesn't, you know, best defender, doesn't need to be relied on to score type of guy. And so, like, right. th- that's really the, the dilemma they have right now is, and then they don't, they, they just don't have a true big right now, or like a true five, I should say. And mm-hmm. then you've got Kentucky, which has seven dudes, all of whom are pretty good. Like, And they're all sophomores and freshmen, including the number one recruit in the country, Dewan Wagner Jr. But they only have seven guys. Um, yeah. They just missed out on a recruit. And then you've got today, 
Kyle Tucker over at The Athletic, who covers Kentucky, reporting, hearing lots of chatter from inside and outside the program that other schools are back-channeling their interest in Antonio Reeves, who still hasn't announced a return to Kentucky, and people were, like, penciling him in as one of the seven. And I'll be honest, my immediate thought was I didn't even know who Antonio Reeves is. I don't know, you could, I don't know what position he even plays. But I was like, oh, I wonder if Stan, that's Stansbury. You know, like, that, that, was my, you know, that was my first thought. Um, this is, you know, it's, it's tampering season, and that feels like, you know, isn't that, you know, that feels like it's Rick Stansbury season, if I'm, I'm going to be totally blunt. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I really, uh, the thing that I've been thinking about lately is, is like, from the, from the standpoint of how the fans are feeling and how there's this just overall sense of unrest regarding the roster is, like, do you think that it would be anywhere near what it is in terms of that if Mikey Williams wasn't caught up in what he's caught up in? I still it's think really it's really tough to divorce yourself that from that though. Yeah, there's one, there's that. I still think some people would be concerned, but you're right, it'd be more like the you know, the right now it feels like even like Loyal Penny people are like, all right, Penny, what do what do we got here? You know, like, what do you what do you what, what right. do you got up your sleeve? Tell us. Well, and then also, whereas if Mikey was coming for sure, I think the loyal Penny people would just would be like, if he thinks Mikey's great, Mikey's going to be great. I also all think right. there's a sense of this, and I'm not sure if it's fair, but I I just think this is how fans think. There, rightly or wrongly, it seems to be that JJ and Mikey are somewhat Our of a package time. deal, whether or not they yeah. are or not, it doesn't really. And so I think it's not just that Mikey is caught up. It feels like, well, if Mikey doesn't show up, JJ doesn't show up either. Even though that may not be fair. And some have speculated that like there's a rift between the two because the the incident involved both of them. But I don't know if that's been corroborated um, anywhere. Yeah, it seems that seems like a. I don't know. I mean, of course, nobody knows. Nobody's talking to them and 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 whatever. But like. It just, I don't know, that seems a little bit far-fetched, especially considering they uh, uh, both competed in the Capital Classic just a week, uh, what, 10 days, or two weeks ago, something like that. And, um, I, I, like, you'd, you'd seen some of that stuff starting to trickle out and, and, and uh, you know, bubble beneath the surface that there was some, that, you know, that this whole thing uh, caused some issues between the two. But, um but you know what I mean. Like you see them on social media still doing their thing, and you see them uh, at, at at public events, or at the very least, this one public event uh, since the arrest. And so it doesn't that doesn't seem all that. Um, yeah, you know, that doesn't seem all that. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 